That's weird, man. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Live, live from Los Angeles, California. We are live. There we go. It's your favorite show. That's weird, man. That's weird, man. The Comedy and Curiosity Podcast, where we talk about all the weird shit that you wish you could talk about with your friends, but you can't because they make you feel weird about it. I'm Jacob Hayes. I'm Khalil Tomlin, and we're your friends, and you can talk to us about it. Well, you know, we're virtually your friends. Yeah, we're your virtual friends. It's a friend simulator, you know? That's weird. Simulation (laughs) talk, man. It's a simulation talk. Everything is a simulation, you know. Yeah, it's uh, that that episode of uh, Rick and Morty with the tiny verse and the teeny verse. And- what the hell is happening? This is healthy. Trust me. You're my battery, mother. <laughs> That's all you are. I made you. Your microverse sucks, and your miniverse is the size of a lobster tank. It's whack. Are they not really aliens? No, they're just a couple of crazy, wacky scientists, you know? So he made a universe, and that guy is from that universe, and that guy made a universe, and that's the universe where I was born? Where my father died, and where I couldn't make time for his funeral because I was working on my universe. Yeah, science, huh? Ain't it a thing? You know, one time Rick accidentally shot his laser pistol right through my hand. You know, I mean, like, old lady science. You know, she, she's, she's, she's a real. You gotta hang on tight, you know, because she, she, she bucks pretty hard. Oh boy! What? Oh my God! No! Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's too much of that rang true, man. Well, we were talking about breakaway civilizations and shit, and like, I think there's definitely culture's perspective right like there's uh, still tribes like they'll fly airplanes over you can see photos online and there's like a hundred arrows poison arrows <laughs> shot to the bottom flipping of it. yeah out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in some cases they like they're like oh an airplane must be the god so then they build yeah. like an airplane out of trees and stuff it's crazy what kind of makes you think about in ancient times when people wrote about these fiery dragons and these these armored chariots and all this shit flying through the sky i mean 
that would be a primitive person describing some kind of modern flying machine. It could be. I mean, it could be. I mean, basically, sure. what it's I'm something is, they don't know. So, like, it's those, there's a lot of those little tribes in Brazil. Yeah. Let's go find one of those guys if they don't eat us, and ask him, "What did you got?" Well, what they probably speak Uga Booga. How the fuck do you? How do you, <laughs> I got a story? It was told to me by a friend of mine who is who is dead now, and his name was Del Russell. He was an actor. He's actually a famous actor. He was a child actor. He was in. The, he was. He had the lead in this show called Arnie, and it was the lead in to All in the Family back in the seventies. Okay, it was really cool dude. And uh, he was my. He was the first cellie I ever had. The first time I ever went to jail, I was in LA County Jail, and this dude was my cellmate. And he was like my dad's age, and he's like this fried out old heroin addict. But but he's he was cool as shit, and uh, he he was from up north, and like he he was in jail because he. He he stole a car in in like Palo Alto. He stole a Lincoln Navigator and drove it all the way to Los Angeles to where he knew where some drugs were to buy heroin. Right? That's Gets, real OG, right? Makes there. it all the way to LA in a mm. stolen car. New stolen car, new high end stolen car at the time. It was the year two thousand. So a Lincoln, a Lincoln Navigator in the year two thousand. <laughs> and he and he uh and then he wipes it down. He parked it in a Ralph's parking lot, and he wiped his fingerprints all down. And, and then he heroined away and went and got him some dope. And and as he buys his dope, as he's leaving the dope, man, he jaywalks, gets stopped by the cops, and goes to jail for jaywalking and having a oh. balloon of heroin in his pocket. This man st- carjacked a fucking Lincoln Navigator way up north and made it all the way here <laughs> with no problems and jaywalked in L.A. and went to jail. Did he get busted for the car too? They found no, out they never found out about that. Oh, car. okay. Hell yeah. He uh, he was a cool dude. He was, I found I was looking for him. And I, he was dead. I think he OD or something. But yeah, he was a he was a good guy though. He was a good good guy. He was just an awesome like. He had lived a a, a life. By the mm-hmm. time he was fifty, he had fucking like like Rick James. He had fucking lived. Like, right. He'd done yeah, yeah. a lot of shit, and he was just, you know. And his dad was like an actor in Italy and all this different shit. And he, you know. You get to know guys when you're locked in the fucking box with them. Mm. Oh, he was he was a really good guy though. So rest in peace, Del Russell. Right. His real name was uh, Russo, but the Italian thing they changed their name to Russell for mm. uh, stage. Nice. Okay. Good, good guy though. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, no, came, that's it came, came back around. Came back around. Well, I know we wanted to get into a little bit uh, with NASA today, you know, talk about uh, some of the weird shit. There's a lot of things to get into with NASA. Um, I think to start, for sure, Project Paperclip's very fascinating. Lots of weird shit around World War II and the Nazis anyway, but Project Paperclip, at the end of the war, we basically bring over hundreds of Nazi scientists. Was it Project or Operation? Project, right? Um, It was Project. I think think it's Project. I'm thinking Operation High Jump. Yeah, 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 project yeah. paperclip. Yeah, that but was similar a, concept. Oh, but, go ahead. So, uh, but yeah, ba- basically they brought over hundreds of Nazi scientists. I've seen many lectures and estimates and authors talk about how it's you know we really don't know, and we talked before about you know like to what end you know did uh, did the Nazis lose at the end of the war or did only Germany lose? And then there's some kind of because if you look at the United Nations as a brief tangent related to this topic, uh, the guy who proposed. Uh, the United Nations, originally the League of Nations, was one of Hitler's top dudes. So it's interesting to fast forward now and you see, you know, we incorporated all this science elite because we're like, oh, we got to have it. Like Werner von Braun, actual war criminals who killed lots of people. 
Uh, and then, you know, they basically have new lives. Disney, uh, you know, being used as a propaganda element um, for entertainment by the government uh, kind of normalizes Uncle Walt, him, you know. For the jump. Exactly. Exactly I, what I've, they did I've for Walt's image. They pictures, did for Werner Von Braun. I've seen pictures of Walt Disney, Werner Von Braun, and fucking Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. in each other's company. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I, when I saw that picture, all you could think is, oh, they're planning the moon landing right now. That's what that is. They are planning the moon landing right now. Well, what's crazy about the Kubrick theory, too, is that uh, you can be like, oh, there's no way or whatever. But it's like Kubrick had uh, historically mainstream history will tell you he had a relationship with NASA because they had a lens for a camera. I learned this about a year ago uh, that really only they could make and have. And there's only like two in the world and they had one of them or something like that. And so... uh, that's the theory is that, uh, the, you know, basically he got that camera to do his one of his early films. It's a period piece. I forget what it's called. It's a little bit less renowned because uh, it's all filmed by candlelight. So they needed that specific lens. And so they think that's what began the relationship with NASA. And at some point in return, NASA's like, hey, could you, you know, hey. around what he's working on 2001 at Space <laughs> hey, Odyssey. Here, man. You know. Let me talk to you. For, hey, no, you know. It makes perfect sense. It makes it makes absolute sense. The uh the thing with all the Nazis coming over was the thing was the the only bad Nazis was the ones that that couldn't help us. Mm-hmm. Nazi science was beating the shit out of us uh, on the battlefield. They, um, you know, we 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 showed up to fight it with propeller planes, and these guys pulled up in jets. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've heard stories. Like I went to the Marine Corps in the late nineties, and like we used to have old vets, World War Two and Korean War vets, like coming and just chopping it up with us, telling telling like. Mm-hmm. war stories and I've heard those stories about how dude we were just going along there and, and these fucking things they just passed they they thought for a minute the Nazis were aliens and UFOs just because they were in jets they were like they're yeah. going way faster than us like 10 times for these fuckers are breaking the sound barrier and you, you've got a propeller in front of your shit and the whole uh uh, yeah, Operation High Jump and Admiral Byrd, what he reported, sounds like they had laser weapons, Star Wars age technology oh, yeah. at the end of World War II there. And we know they had a base. Once again, I go always go back to mainstream history for people so that they at least realize like there's a lot of supporting evidence around these subjects that, you know, they, you know, we have the photographs. They definitely had a base there. And then there's these maps, which are historical maps, which blew my mind that show uh, it's got different names, but they call it Koenig Base or Base 211. Um New Schwabenland, which I always think yeah, of Klaus Schwab awesome, yeah. and like uh, maybe the family family connection there. And there's a crazy documentary I have on my channel, uh, which I've never known what to make of it because there's a lot of weird like uh, occult stuff in it as well, a lot of New Age stuff. So there might be some spin there. But they talk about and reveal because this is what the Nazis were always looking for and uh, about how they were going to get this technology from an inner earth civilization or whatever is in Antarctica or beyond Antarctica, depending on you know, the worldview and whatnot. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, you look at Admiral Byrd, it's like, well, it seems like they've, they found it or they invented it or whatever. So, you know, definitely, I think there's some kind of truth to that breakaway civilization. You know, is it yeah. aliens? Is it just humans with advanced technology? Is it a little bit of both? You know? Well, I think I'm, I'm a fan of, I have this theory. It's called the theory of opposites. I'm naming it. I just made it up right now. I like it. It and, sounds official. And, and, the, <laughs> and, and, and the theory of opposites works like this, is that, Whatever is the agreed-upon narrative of the United States government and and the countries that we would all consider like the allies, and especially not just left media, but all media, all all owned media, mm-hmm. not free media like us. We say what the fuck we want, mm-hmm. but 
there there's like a there there's there's a there's a, a, a an understanding that certain things aren't talked about with with those people right and so those people kind of have a have a a, a a monopoly on on the information we get and how the how the theory of opposites works is any stamped approved narrative i get from those people i assume automatically <clears throat> that the opposite is true mm-hmm. because you have to because historically it is i mean it's just like whatever's kind of like whatever the government and and just societies I, I what would we call that just kind of like the the morality or the the feel of whatever our social shit is whatever the whatever's accepted as the narrative <clears throat> i mm-hmm. assume it's a lie Absolutely, especially in the modern age. I think it's oh, yeah. probably always been going on because culture, even the word government means mind control when you break it down, its origins. And so I think I've talked about this before where I think like uh, a government and whoever's running a culture has an incentive or a need to have a unifying narrative. But only if it's a just government is it going to try to unify over something good like the Constitution or Ten Commandments or Bill of Rights, something like that. But uh, especially in the modern era, it's all about unifying people over propaganda. Um, And I think it's getting worse and worse and worse. So I agree with you. And that's why, especially with NASA, it's like even if you think, uh, you know, space is the the situation and that, you know, maybe we did go there or whatever. It's so obvious that there's so much fudge with NASA, not just the images, but uh, a lot of video that's come out recently. Uh, I think you saw that clip. We'll throw it in where the guy is going to a local town meeting uh, in Texas, uh, whatever county that is that NASA operates, and basically says, you know, is saying, hey, you know, they've been committing fraud to the American public because we have all of these vi- this video evidence uh, where um, I saw that clip. I think that's from um, level level with me. I think at least some of it's from it. Uh, level with me because he confronts some of the Challenger yeah. astronauts, and we'll get into that. Which and, is an amazing segue yeah. into challenging the institution completely. You start off. It was like it's like it's it, it, the pace of it basically. It's like mm-hmm. you you go, hey man, those people that you said are dead, they're right here, and mm-hmm. and we're we're filming them. We're walking up to them. They haven't. Some of them haven't even changed their names. Right. And then we go, you fake that. And then we go, hey, this video of the International Space Station, like these guys got strings coming off of them, and, and he's grabbing them by the cord and pulling them back over, and and we're getting photographs of green screens and all this different shit so and air bubbles and uh you know they do their training missions in in a pool below water so and that's what happened with that clip in level with me he goes up to one of the challenger astronauts uh actually actually she's seems to be in nasa suit so maybe it's not one of the challenger astronauts but she's approach he's he's approaching an astronaut female astronaut and asks like oh did you ever expect the american public to find out that all of the space missions were actually filmed underwater and she kind of laughs but it's the kind of reaction, you know, so that's like reading humans and like subtle yeah. psychology. And it's just like there's, she knows yeah. something, you know. So once again, it's like even if you don't want to buy in completely to the conspiracy version, if that's how people think of it, I always go, there's still so many questions. And I'm never against questions because when people say, oh, you got to shy away from questions, you know, like the New York Times, don't think for yourself, don't do your own research. It's like that's when I go especially, you know, and then they push forward the mainstream yeah. narrative. Well, no, you um, get you get people who are just they're they're I don't know if they've ever heard I'm sure they have but the saying uh, what Nixon was famous for saying that is like people people believe anything that's on television absolutely and, and that's just the and truth. now on their phones too and that's just know. the truth so yeah. basically what it was is, is starting back like my father's generation <laughs> they were little kids and there was a TV in the house and and there was nothing inherently evil about this device to them 
because they didn't know what the real purpose of everybody being able to afford one and have one was mm-hmm. yet. It was, it's in the English. It's programming. It's right. all there. So, and so that was the point of it. So you you started off. You had a generation of people who then raised new generations of people, and they all believe what's on television. And then if you come and give them some news, something they've never heard before, they say that's not true. Why? Why isn't it true? If that was true, it would be all over the news. We would have known by now. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I, I, well, I, I had this conversation about uh, you know, and this this goes back to like it has to be from the '80s or early '90s because it was in Behold a Pale Horse and William Cooper. He wrote that in '91, but the um, when they released the um, FBI uh, paperwork, the, all the documents, these files and files and tons and tons of documents got released. There was one in the bottom of the stack because you know you have one, you have some people who they're going to go through them all. Right. They, they're, they're trying to hide stuff in there, so you have some people who are just like, you know what, I don't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through this whole shit, and uh, and I can if we could even pull it up, I'll send it to you. Sure. Uh, but there was a. It was from the desk of J. Edgar Hoover, and it was an internal document, and it's signed by him, and then like whoever's under him <clears throat> in the FBI at the time, and it was basically the internal investigation done by the FBI of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, and <clears throat> and the conclusion of their investigation, as far as the FBI was concerned under under uh, J. Edgar Hoover, was that the handler for the shooters mm-hmm. was George Herbert Walker Bush. Interesting. Of Houston, Texas. Yeah. It, that it says that. It mm-hmm. says it it says it it says it on the paper. Like right. that's like okay, well, it's basically like a, a police report where where they give you the summarized version of it basically like hey, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. This was the event. Uh this is what we investigated, you know, synopsis and this is what we found. That's that was the paper and the paper says okay, we're 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 researching or we're investigating the murder of the president. Uh, in our investigations, we found dot 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 dot, and uh, and we've come to the conclusion that this guy here, in conjunction with dot, dot, and it's it's really like that. Somebody brought it up when he was running for president in eighty eight, eighty Bush in eighty eight. I remember when he was running for president in eighty eight. Somebody brought it up because the the document was that old; it had been released that long ago. And he goes, he asked him, <clears throat> "What does he say to this about this document saying that?" Uh, George Bush of Houston, Texas, uh, was the da 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 handler for the shooters and da 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 early days of the CIA before it was the CIA type of shit. And he goes, his answer was literally, they must be talking about another George Bush. And they went on to the next thing, and it never got brought up again. Of course, of course. Like, it, it, yeah. but it's but it's right there. This I'm, I'm not making this yeah. up. But anybody old enough knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh shit, I do remember that. Like it was a real thing. So when I told my, I was telling somebody about it, an older person. It was my dad. It was my dad's generation for sure. And I was saying, well, you know, like the FBI under under Hoover, you know, said that you know George Bush, it's a pot of oil. George Bush mm-hmm. of Houston, Texas, was like the basically the the CIA handler, the handler, you know, this this shadow government. He was the handler for the shooters, the actual shooters, and and they're like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. That would have been on the news. That'd be and I and I said, dude, watch this. And I pulled it out my phone because it's old news, mm-hmm. and I Googled it. I said, uh, I know you don't believe the news I watch, but you, is the New York Times good enough for you? Is that all right? Okay, here. <laughs> Bam. It was an old article from yeah, when yeah. it was released about this shit. And and the look on his face was just, why isn't this common knowledge? This, this, this fucking document was released before the movie was made Jeez. about JFK. 
Like that, it's that old. It's yeah. not. It's not anything new. It's just it was like one of those stories that got got. It, it was released very quietly, and then it wasn't repeated, and it got buried. Like every time somebody died from the blood clots, how they mm-hmm. they play it down. He's played down on television. You you have to go online, and it's sad to say you really have to engage on these social media platforms. Not even even if you don't engage, you have to to be a party to them because there's a lot of independent people uploading actual facts in real time. Mm-hmm. And, and all it takes is for somebody with a big enough following, you know, they screen record it and they update, you know, they, they repost and then it keeps going. Mm-hmm. But that's how, because there's nothing, I mean, Good Morning America and that's that's just complete. And The View. And then you got the MSNBC, the, Whoopi, I used to actually like, like Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, she, everybody she did, was yeah. black and she was good at what she did. And now I have to hear, I want your AR-15, man. Because <laughs> she's like she's like old yeah. lady Sammy Davis Jr. I want that AR-15, <laughs> man. I can't stand that fucking bitch. Well, it's just so obvious with each of them that they never... Uh, if I'm they have famous a, and I'm rich. Yeah, yeah. So you need to know all of my political <laughs> opinions and you have to accept them. And I hate Republicans. And I go, what the fuck is with this chick, man? I think they're like like actors in general. I think a lot of them, unfortunately, are just empty vessels. So I don't even think oh, they yeah. know that they're on the take and they're that they have the establishment completely. opinions and that they're lying yeah. constantly. They're right. um, but, but it's just shit like that. So if you just really look, yeah. I mean, it's not even hard. You can find out a lot of things that just... You would think you would know them. Mm-hmm. I, I, you'd think they would talk about that. No. Why? Because the news is, is owned already. The news didn't even get infiltrated. It was owned from the beginning. Like like TV media Absolutely. was owned TV. from the beginning. Yeah. Um, like they, the, the, the print media, they, you know, they, they infiltrated that and then it took it all over. But, but uh, video and maybe radio, too, I mean, from the very beginning mm-hmm. were completely... Hey man, uh, this is just what it is. This is this is a propaganda machine owned by a handful of people with similar interests, and they're gonna make sure that their great great grandkids are in the same kind of wealth and power structure that they're in, and that's really all it's about. Because the 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 ten most powerful and rich families in the world were the ten most powerful and rich families in the world a hundred years ago, right? And one hundred fifty years ago, mm-hmm. and two hundred years ago, it was the same fucking people. And a lot of them stay off the radar. Like there's the names that everybody kind of knows, but they are uh, the radar. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why they own. Same like with telecom, you know, like in, even in the early days, uh, like going all the way back to Edison. Uh, anyway, you know, we've talked. Well, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but you know, Edison was basically hated Nikola Tesla and was always at war with him. But I was I was hearing recently he did a whole all these other kinds of things. Apparently, uh, the reason that people even started uh, moving to Hollywood to make films in Hollywood was because there were so many restrictions on the film industry because Edison and his company, yeah, uh, you know, had the monopoly. And now that we're going through the same thing with modern Hollywood, with uh, you know the union and other other parts of the industry just totally uh, you know adopting really you know illogical well, policies yeah, and then well, and then it's going to drive the creative people thankfully to the internet but uh, where there's no rules you well, know but at is. some point they're going to come for the internet content it's, too it's a, it's, a, it's a necessary evil what's happening is it shit like Netflix and Hulu and all those different streaming things and stuff like that and uh, satellite radio and all that but satellite radio was was completely corporate from step from heartbeat it yeah. was always and you can tell it's just a yeah it's, a, so it's just like clear channel content. it's the yeah, same yeah. exact shit yeah but but the the movie stuff that that type of creative and this type of stuff the open form stuff like 
there's no holds barred on on us. We can do and say what we want, and there, there's yep. a handful of people that can kind of like, you know, hold us down. But the people get what they want. It's just, it's just how it works. And and that, that's another thing to just. I know how controlled everything is. I know mm. that we're one comment away or one fucking wrong thing away from like getting shadow banned and sure, and all absolutely. kind of weird shit. And we have no control over it. But then it it always trips me out when you have these super controversial people that are so hated by certain people and it's like they're the opposite of shadow banned. Like yeah. like okay, I put it like this. If if they really have that much control over the content that that's that's circulated on these social media platforms and they have the ability to shadow ban and, and to isolate and, and to kill out stories and, and, and keep stuff hush-hush, then why somebody, okay, perfect example, somebody who they hate so much, like Andrew Tate, mm-hmm. shouldn't they be able just to kind of erase him from everything? I mean, because they can erase everything else. Anybody who talks about, a, I can't remember the name of the drug, they fucking hush-hush that so much. What was it, something, Quinn? What was it during? Oh, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine, man. Mm-hmm. Anybody who mentioned that word or any part of that word. Mm-hmm. So if you if you mentioned like hydrox, hydroxy, if you mentioned chlor, mm-hmm. if you, if somebody's name was Quinn, if you said <laughs> that shit too much, yeah, yeah. your shit wasn't seen by nobody, but they saw it. Well, they did the same thing to ivermectin and really anything that was not the big pharma emergency authorized, you know. What's that vaccine name? Stuff, Ivory, you know? Uh, Remember the remember the girl who uh, who quit on air that Fox she was a Fox affiliate maybe in Texas her name was Ivory <sighs> but she's blonde and she's white and she's conservative and she was it was during all the COVID shit and mm. she was watching how everything was going on and she was being told to shut up and right there on live on the air she told everybody I'm being told to shut up and I quit type of shit. She like walked off. She's a badass. Thanks guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to help put that out tomorrow so tune into them that's epic. And, and, yeah. and she and the thing is, is like all and she'll the, have a great career if she does independent stuff i guarantee she, it because of that she is but it's like she's not she's just not she should have a bigger career than she does she should be huge she should be like uh megan kelly who <laughs> she's got right. some bitch energy too hey, man, like you saw that thing with her sting on Alex Jones I really that bullshit, like bitchy you know? girls I like really bitchy women I don't <laughs> like it being bitchy at me I just like seeing yeah, yeah, yeah. that energy and when it, it's like every time she comes on I feel like she's about to tell somebody off I love that because I, I like chicks like that to like be on my side yeah, like yeah. Uh, hey, hey dude Megan's here you better get the fuck up out of here like you know and, and yeah, she yeah. she articulates it she's just not like a raving maniac yeah. like uh, I, I love how she's uh, how she stood up for Tucker Carlson Oh, I didn't see that. That's cool. Okay, anybody who we can put that on there too. Anybody, I'll send it. Anybody who doesn't, any okay. Look, you can feel however you want to about uh, Fox News and and the people on it and what they stand for and all that shit. But if you have a problem, if your beef with Tucker Carlson, because all the beef with Tucker Carlson started when he did the January sixth show, right? So if you have a problem with somebody showing, just literally not editorializing and showing you video of something that happened, that you're getting a completely opposite narrative. If you have a problem with that guy, you're part of the problem. You're, mm-hmm. You you drank the Kool-Aid and you're part of the fucking problem. You should jump off a cliff. You should kill yourself. 
Well, and like I think Fox, at least with Tucker's show, uh, and, and maybe Tucker probably was driving this, like at a certain point at craziness, even if you're kind of more establishment kind of guy like him, he was just like, hey, this isn't adding up. And like, hey, let's look at the things. Let's have due process. And I remember even when they did the Senate hearings or whatever that was the first round and I was watching it. And I was trying to talk about it with my friend of mine. And he just didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, look, I'm not even like, you know, you know me, I'm not, I'm not affiliated with either party. But like even the way they're conducting this hearing is completely one sided. Oh, yeah. And even if I was on, you know, like one side or the other or whatever, it's not the point. It's like you have to have at least the process be legitimate. And that's my worry is like. The courts are so corrupt these days. Judges are bought, you know, so many of them, if not all. And same with Congress and all that. Like, that's why Trump's message appealed with people, like the drain the swamp stuff. It's yeah. like, at the very least, even if you don't believe in the guy, like the messaging is what people wanted to hear, you know, the doing the free speech stuff oh. and all that. Uh, I think that's a lot of people's criticisms actually was like, had he fought more for like the censorship stuff and like the free speech stuff at the time. Uh, liberated Assange, things like that, it would have been went so further because we're in this info war, <laughs> quite literally nowadays. And even, you know, me, I never trust her. Like, you know, I, I dislike Tucker for other reasons at the time. But uh, even if you dislike him, it's like I, I respect anybody at any point, regardless of their past, when they're standing up for truth or pointing out common sense or just trying to have a logical you know, set of questions. And it's weird that that gets such a reaction because, like, I always get from people, and I'm sure you do too, where it's like, oh, they think, oh, you must listen to those people. It's like yeah. I listen to everybody. I, I don't to try everybody. to the drink the Kool-Aid of, uh, yeah. you know. Well, I can't spend too much time listening to uh, Chandler Bing. What's her name? Oh, uh, MSNBC. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's the dyke's name? Uh, short haircut. I can yeah, picture. Yeah. I can't fucking yeah, yeah, think yeah, of her yeah, name, yeah. though. Matthew Perry. Um, Chandler Bing. What's her name? I wanted to say Michelle Wolf, but that's a comic. No, um, she, she's hilarious. Don't do her like that. Like, her voice is so <laughs> shrill and terrible. But she's funny, though. Uh, what's, the, what's that chick's name? Uh, I hate her so much, too. I say her name all the time. Uh, she was the one with Elon Musk recently. The jackbooted um, Nazi dyke chick. What's her name? Uh, I haven't watched her in so long, I couldn't tell you. I that. dislike her immensely. Yeah. Uh, I just like I just like her immensely because she, she was the one she was one of those people like punk ass Don Lemon that was basically yeah. that and that that should be qualified as, as hate speech when you're when you're encouraging members of the population to ostracize alienate and 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 ridicule other members of the population for a differing opinion. Including your own family members. I mean, yeah. that's Marxist stuff. One on one, dude. That's straight up. That's how it starts. Next thing you know, Absolutely. they're taking us all to the shower. You know, that's how it's how it starts. You, you start listening to bullshit like that, and next thing you know, no, it's for your safety. It's well, don't worry, everything's for your safety. And the the com was, communist revolution in China did the same thing. You know, uh, it, it it only takes one or two generations. Yeah, but it's crazy. There's definitely a lot of a lot of craziness with the media and the mainstream, and even like with the alternative media, which I think people are becoming more aware of as well. We've always suspected or known, like, there's got to be disinfo yeah, in the alternative scene. But now it's, uh, you see it also with, like, men's content, all kinds of stuff that's more seen as conservative or whatever. It's like now there's, like, these new forms of it that are, like, uh, like, for example, my principles might be considered conservative, but my lifestyle isn't, if that makes sense. Whereas these people yeah. are a lot more like the Ben Shapiro, and I don't necessarily completely hate him or whatever, but 
Like it's more of that kind of thing. It's the I Daily like Wire. You know? I think he's got fucking Asperger's. I mean, I don't think his arguments are wrong or whatnot. Um, uh, you know, is I he the fu- would he be the funnest guy at a party or whatever? No, no, probably not. You know, but <laughs> no, no, no. But th- but it's cool though because he. He owns it, and there's no shame yeah. in his yeah. dirtiness. And fuck that. So I mean, he comes across it. He still, I, I like his opinion. I respect. Mm-hmm. I respect how he he articulates himself. I think he's a really, really smart guy. I I, I don't think he's a pussy at all. Um, I, I really think he's. I think he's. I think if you tried to violate his rights, and he would meet you at the fucking at his front door with a gun. I really believe he would with his fucking gun. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, gun yeah, in his sure. hand and his fucking yarmulke on his head. I, he, he'd go there. He'd go all the way there. I fuck with him. I think he's, he's got balls for a little Jewish guy. I think he's fucking real ballsy. Well, and like for me, him. it's not all the individual people that work at certain companies, but it's you do see certain stuff where you're like, huh, that seems like there is a more... I got like, it. is this controlled opposition? Is this... Uh, you know, not in his case per se, uh, but specifically, but like, you know, you do see a lot of that, at least w- what it seems like to me. Uh, or, or even Andrew Tate, like... Uh, there's things I like about Tate, but there's a lot of things I don't like about him. And ultimately, I more of respect, if anything, somebody who's just getting fucked with by the system, because I know that could be any of us. And so even if, you know, I'm not a complete fan of somebody, I go, you know. Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking um, hate that chick. But yeah, even if I'm not a fan of somebody, I'm still, I, I still listen to their arguments. I agree when they make a good point, because that's all you can do for for anybody. And the idea, like anybody, is like, oh, I'm completely on board with whoever. Like I don't get that way with politicians or celebrities or even you know people I'm very, very fond of or whatever. Y- you can't worship people. People are imperfect, you know. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. people always throw me off when they try to make it like that. And that's why I think they do try to make it. Everything's polarized. Everything's like you got to choose a side, you know, because that's what messed me up in college. I was like, you know. People didn't like that you believed a certain way. And I'm like, if as long as I treat am open to you doing your thing and you're open to me doing my thing, but why are you bothered by essentially what's on the interior of my mind or how I live my life? It's like, you know, even if I disagree with how you live your life or what you get your information from or whatever, uh, we can still have a friendship despite that or at least be civil. But I would constantly run into people where they're just like, uh, you know, they just have a, a sense of, you know, oh, you're you're or, or because you're willing to disagree with them or play devil's advocate or everybody else in the room is always agreeing. And so you just kind of like that's what a comic does. Right. So I do that. And people saw it as like, oh, like almost like they treat it as like, oh, this is toxic masculinity mm. or some shit. It's the most unhealthy it's not how discourse happens. It's not how comedy happens. It's not how you get to the truth. And people like that throw me off so much because I'm like, well, how the hell do you, you know, what makes you think that you're the only one who has all the info straight and has the right opinions and the right morals? Because it's just like, it, to me, it's, a, it's interesting that people who claim to like hate things like religion, for example, so much and like, oh, the moral posturing. It's like, but you do the same thing, but you're just secular now. You know, yeah. you get that way with your politics. And same exact way. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's what you, it's like, uh, 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 Bill Maher and his and his atheism, yeah, is is to me is tantamount to Jim Baker and evangelical Christian Christianity. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's the exact same thing. You can't hate these people because you act the exact same way. And not only are you acting the same way, if you really give it some thought, you guys are exactly the same mm-hmm. because you're making fun of them because they have this blind faith. But you also have blind faith that they're wrong, right? You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Your faith that they're wrong is it is it is that they're that they're it's it's fucked up. It's just it's just like a backwards thing for you to to for you to vehemently believe that everybody that believes in God is wrong and there is no creation and this whole fucking uh, uh, don't get me started with racist ass fucking Darwinism that that bullshit. Mm-hmm. If if that's your if that's your go to when people say anything about 
uh, religious beliefs or monotheism or anything like that, then you're guilty of the same faults that you give them. Your fault with, with those people is that they have faith in something, which means they believe in something they can't see. Well, so do you. You can't see. You see what I'm saying? You can't yeah. see. So, but it's the same exact. It's the same exact action, just with a different subject. It's weird. It's just a weird thing. It's just. But it's, it's the exact same thing. And staunch atheism is the exact same as evangelical Christianity. It's the exact same thing. Well, and it's it always confused me because that's what I liked about the Renaissance was even as they were. Wait, discovering... wait, 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 wait. No, it's related. Just trust me. You gotta let me. You know, let me cook. Um, <laughs> let him cook. Uh, but that's the thing about the Renaissance was like even though no people forget segue. like science was born out of uh, alchemy and shit, right? There was no segue to that. Sentence. There, there is. Let me... See, that's why I like the Renaissance. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, because there was an understanding by at least certain learned men that religion Ooh. and science are not at war with each other. They are not. But they're trying to decode the same phenomenon, but at different levels and frequencies and yeah. mediums and textures. And it always, you know, was that the point of the Renaissance? Well, well, I would argue was to that some the extent. Moral of the story. Well, 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 I think with the Renaissance, there, there's a because uh, science was born out of alchemy, and alchemy was certainly a, a spiritual pursuit as much as it was a, a scientific understand nature. But it was to understand nature because they wanted to better understand God. Uh, I thought the Renaissance was about gay Italian artists making statues of naked babies. Well, there was also that. Okay, little um, naked white babies everywhere. What the fuck was that about? Uh, oh, the cherubim stuff. Little naked yeah, white babies. Yeah, yeah. Call it yeah. what it is. Well, Little yeah, naked yeah, white yeah. babies all over the place. Well, yeah, because it's not the biblical cherubim. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it has something to do with the Roman pagan well, stuff. I, you know, could be. You know, I think that pagan state definitely. I mean, even Italy today and stuff like that. The architecture, it's just like, or not just the architecture, but the history and the the stuff. You know, that's the thing. Like with any of this stuff, people go like, you know, they never want to believe it at any point. But it's like if you study all of human history, it's always happening. Because uh, I've heard that arguments when people talk about like. The human trafficking or adrenochrome or whatever that kind of stuff it's like oh it couldn't happen today it's like every civilization especially the controlling power structure that's inherited the power from the west uh certainly was into this stuff and you know it's just like how many more how many things do you have to show that at the very least they're ritualist you know ritualistically uh imitating it with things like bohemian grove and stuff mm. like that and all the motifs and the gods and the imagery and the symbolism it's like if they're not doing this, if this is just their culture, it's a pretty sick culture still, oh. you know. Um, but I think there's plenty of evidence. I mean, I've, I've, it, it really just, it, go, it depends how much you want to dig into the reality of this stuff because you can find evidence for it. Because that's what I realized when I was coming out of sc high school was like a lot of the things that I was always like, oh, I have interest in this, but it's probably nothing to it. The more I dug into it, I was like, oh man, there's so much evidence for it. But like we were talking about earlier, there's no incentive to fund the truth to share no. the truth uh, no, no, especially no. with mainstream communications you know oh yeah completely it's completely owned and there's like you said there's no incentive to because the people that have the money and that have the power it, what you're saying goes against them and nobody's gonna well, I'm, I'm gonna promote shit that ruins my shit yeah hey that's what i want let me let me put a billboard up over my wife's house of me fucking fucking another chick type of thing like it's mm -hmm. like it's completely detrimental to what i'm doing yeah. like so yeah, no, no. It, yeah, it makes no sense at all. That's why I only really like free media. It, I mean, when I say free, I mean like independent completely. Yeah. Nobody gives us money to do what we're doing. Like we make our money on our own. Nobody. It, it's not that. It's not that type of thing. It's it's not that type of thing at all. So 
we we're not incentivized to lean one way or the other. We were giving you our honest to God opinions about how we feel about different subject matter. Nothing that we're in here telling you is being okay. We don't have fucking two hundred thousand dollar cars parked out front. Yeah. Uh, you know that we part with the money that people are using yeah. to have us coerce you into other shit. We right. say what we want to say, and we really don't give a fuck who doesn't like it. We don't have a producer telling us what. Oh, you can't cover that story today, nope. or make sure to spin it like this. No, nope, no, nope, you have nope, to have nope, that nope, opinion. No, nope, no. Nope, um, nope. Well, and it's funny is that the minute the minute you get funding behind you, you have that guy over there. The yep. the minute it becomes. Because it's always commercial. Because everything we're doing, we're doing it for you know to make something out of it, make some money. But sure. but when it when it when somebody else signs on, goes hey, basically that's all it is. All all the big companies are is like you're a rapper in the '80s, and and the neighborhood <laughs> drug dealer is gonna buy you some fucking microphones and studio time. Yep. That's what that's what it is. It's like but but now he gets to say hey man, maybe you shouldn't be rapping about that. Yeah yeah. Because I mean like I, I'm not a musician. I'm just saying like you know maybe you shouldn't be shouldn't be making songs about that. You know, it might upset people and shit. And then it's like, but I'm not going to tell you not to do it, and then you're going to do it again, and then I'm going to take a little bit of the funding away. And then when you come and ask me, well, why is my shit a little shorter than it was before? Well, it's like, you know, you know, business kind of switched up. I told you, you know, you shouldn't be doing that, and that caused this, 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 and I had yep. to cut back this. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. But when you're funding yourself. Exactly. Well, and, you know, they do the same thing with films, you know. Oh. Because, uh, you know, I think, it's like any industry or artistic thing. Like, yes, there's people who are independent or good-hearted or however you want to say it that make content. But the money and uh, who owns the studios and all that decides what goes into things. And, like, let's say you get a big – you know, your biggest producer signs on to the project. Um, maybe they only greenlight the script if you add certain symbolism or, hey, right. make sure to have that in, in the background. Maybe they don't even tell you why, and maybe it's not even that big of a deal at the time. But then, you know – you see the final cut of the film and you're like, oh, that's interesting. They made me use the number 13 a lot. Yeah. And we had these kinds of themes yeah. that are kind of satanic or whatever. And I don't think everything's satanic. I'm not a satanic panic person. But, you know, call it a cult or even if it's not a cult or, what, or whatnot. But there's certainly uh, no one can deny. I mean, that's what film is. It's symbolism. It's metaphor. And, uh, you know, uh, what was that movie? It was like European paganism. Uh, I forget the title, but it was like a horror film. It was like made by A24 or something like that. They're all like Norse or Swedish or they go to like this like ceremony. And it's basically reenacting like, you know, ancient Norse pagan ceremonies or whatever. And it's a horror film. And I never watched it, but the trailer looked intense. And I was like, OK, that's not for me. But it was interesting that like, like, why is a project like that? You know, you see it with horror films, especially where it's getting more and more into the supernatural horror, yeah. um, not just thriller or something like where it's like, ooh, it might have a dark subject for a minute, but where it's really like. You know, putting you in the ritual kind of thing. In that film, that's what people were saying. Is like it's it's a basically a lot of the horror genre is leaning towards satanic ritual, yeah, yeah, symbolism in the movies, and not 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 as much even like trying to push it on you. Is like that's what the movie's about, is, right? Is that right. that's the subject matter of the movie? Uh, I people think that it's it's a because there's so many people involved in production of anything. Like, like anything media, the bigger it gets, you know, the more people are involved. For anybody on the outside looking in who thinks that 100% of the people involved in that are all Satanists or something, you're completely wrong. Right. It could be somebody, it could be one or two people, just the people who are have enough influence over the production to say, this is the way I want it. Like the, the shit that, the shit with um, the Grammy thing, where where it was like it was a pregnant Rihanna gyrate. No, 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 it was the Grammys, it was the Super Bowl. 
yeah, where they yeah. were dressed in the colors of the Knights Templar on an inverted cross. Yep. And they yep. were dancing, and a pregnant woman is gyrating around. And, yep. and I'm looking at it like, is anybody else waiting for Baphomet to jump out? Because this is exactly. like, this is some satanic shit. And, and, and you know it's not, it's not always the fucking artist or the, the producer doing that. It's like the, the person who's in, who's in charge of the artistic direction of, of the program itself. The person who picks out like the the colors and the the motif and the mood and this is gonna be the look and that's the person who's pushing the Satanist thing. The right. person up there is you know how we we've, we've you get handed a script and you're just a you're just an idiot stand on an X. Most yeah, of yeah. the people performing are pretty fucking empty vessel, vapid idiots. Yeah, and it, or it's just a job, you know, same it's, with the it's crew. Just a gig, you know, but um, it's the people who actually are in control of the creative uh direction of things. Those are the people who are actually doing that on purpose. Everybody right. else might be participating in this, but I mean, you can look at like the Sam Smith thing, and and and, and that poor kid, that the gay kid. Uh, oh, Lil Nas X. Goddamn! Yeah. I, I drive down the street and he's on these big giant digital billboards yeah. selling vitamin water, but he's he's dressed like, like. If Liberace saw that dude, he'd be like, "Man, that dude's gay as fuck." Like that's that's how flamboyant. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. like like Elton John's like, dude, tone it down. Like it's that much. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like it's like gay pride. Rick James. Yeah, exactly. it's this big hole, and I'm like, why does it have to be a black guy? Why does it have to? Why does it, not like that? Not like the race thing, but like why? Do, I mean, because there's been plenty of openly gay male of whatever race performers sure. and there was never any big deal about it but now they're making this guy like this character thing and nobody else sees anything wrong with it, it i'll put it like this if this is tantamount to, because it's the agenda this is tantamount to 50 years ago he would be buckwheat or farina he'd be yeah. in a dress and it would fucked up afro and eating sitting around eating watermelons he'd be <laughs> that's what but that's the same thing they're doing they got this gay uh 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 d wade his son mm -hmm. Uh, like I don't know. I think they're trying to cut the boy's dick off. Like, yeah. Like that. That's just it's it, everything about it. Like, ain't nobody mad that you're proud of whoever you are. But I, I, my issue is like, why are there little kids involved in any of this? Why are why are little kids being roped into the topic of sexuality? Period. With with the discussion with adults. Why are little kids being taught about adults? sexual habits and what they do and why why is it it was never been acceptable it was never acceptable for for like you you can't have men and women out in the street together uh dancing around pretty much naked simulating sex acts and and, and telling little kids how you know you can't do that it's indecent exposure but all mm. of a sudden now i'm gonna like semi quote somebody you you got some bearded guy in, in lingerie and BDSM shit, grinding his fucking man bulge in some little yeah. kid's fucking face. What the fuck? What what the fuck does that have to do with being gay? And stripping in front of kids and putting what, dollars in what the, the kids. What the fuck does strings? little kids? Yeah. I I had to drive through the fucking pride parade. Now back in the day, the pride parade was it didn't fuck up nobody's traffic because it was literally on Santa Monica Boulevard, and it was only from like. It was it was through the it was through the super gay part of Santa Monica Boulevard. It was like it was like between like La Cienega and Robertson or something like that. But it didn't fuck up traffic. Right. This shit was going through Sunset, man. It went down Sunset. I don't know if it wrapped around. It was so fucked up. And I just needed to get to like basically Fairfax and Hollywood Boulevard. I need to get right back there by fucking Laurel Canyon. And I just needed to get there. It's not even a big deal to get there. But all the shit from the parade and, mm -hmm. and you see all these people running around just whatever. 
it's whatever. What's fucking me? I don't care. And I'm not going to say anything to you about what you're doing. You're an adult. You're doing whatever the fuck you want to do. I have an issue with why are there little kids out here? Right. And this is when I this is when I start to get on the side of the, the counter. Families. Yeah. Like entire families. Yeah, That's like, what's like, so crazy. Why is there some straight family? So what yeah. why so what you have yeah. is you have you have a woman, a liberal, usually white woman, with way too much say so in her household. <laughs> and she's married to a fucking soy boy beta cuck of a man yeah. and he's probably like half a fucking hipster and they got their little kids running and they don't wear deodorant and shit and they, and they and they got their little kids in a and, and he wears a mustache like the monopoly man and, and he's got their kids in this fucked up ass homemade stroller and you're taking your kids to go watch grown men celebrate the fact that they fuck each other in the ass it's the uh the modern uber hipster meets the feminist liberal you know and then they reproduce and they think oh that's what's uh because, you know, I, we talked about before, it's all around on empathy. It's like, oh, if you don't, if you're not overly nice, you know, like they've made men super soft and stuff like that, it's like, oh, you have to go out of your way to show, oh, see, I don't hate anybody. Whereas, like, that's what I like about comedy is, like, you find, like, some of the people who talk the harshest are actually the nicest people in real life with how they treat yeah. people and are really good about people who are, however you want to say, beneath them or not at their station or whatever. And uh, that's why I don't, you know, words are cheap. Like, you, you, to, to judge, you know, that's why you're supposed to judge people off their actions. And what's the action? They're bringing their families. And that's the crazy thing. It's like they're straight families and they're bringing their kids there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think it all. That's because he's you know, married to a chick. He, he gave way too much fucking say so. That's just what that is. Well, that's why men are supposed to be head of the household. People act like it's an un unequal thing. It's like, no, it's it's men have to worry about the the threats of life and making sure that in the modern day, especially that the state, because that's what the state, that's who's pushing this stuff. Because this isn't normalizing being gay or being okay oh. with gay people. This is they're literally like you know. This is hedonism. Yeah, it's heat. It's exactly. This is fucking hedonism. Exactly. This is this is taking your kid. To the gay pride parade or to a drag show, in my eyes, is the same as, and this is going to be a dated thing because you're too young to know about this, but this is like in 1995, uh, 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 parents taking their kids down to the Freak Nick in Atlanta so they could just watch, or or, or to spring break in Daytona yeah, Beach. Yeah, exactly. It's like, let's take our kids to that. Well, let's yeah, just walk yeah. around. Let's let's point at all the people fucking and throwing up in the bushes. And look, kids, they're ass fucking in the bushes and doing like, drugs. Like and, yeah, yeah. yeah all like, but stuff. but that's yeah, what yeah. It, that's what it is. So, and that would be completely wrong. And, and you should get in trouble for doing something like that. So why is it okay because they're gay? For us to have little kids around this shit yeah. celebrating sexuality. Why are we sexualizing any environment the children are in, whether it's gay or straight? Yep. If you're sexualizing an environment for a child, you are a pedophile. Well, I think it goes there. back to... I said it. I agree. Gay I agree. or straight, if you are providing a sexually charged environment for children's entertainment or whatever reason, you're a pedo and you deserve what, you, what you're going to get eventually. Because eventually... All this shit, the people that are in charge aren't going to be in charge anymore, and the poor are going to eat the rich, yeah. and it's, it's going to go the way it goes. And all the fucked up people, the people with the right morals on the right, they're not televising all the parents raging out against this. Oh, they won't show. If anything, they'll show. Oh, see, there's some white mom oh, who's, no. who's whatever. Dude, it's there's like riots and marches but with parents forget. saying, "Get the fuck away from our kids." Going on. Well, like, I was going to say, real. there's there's as much as with Latino, black, uh, Muslim parents are not happy with this either because at the end of the day, it's a human universal where it's like, hey, we want to protect the children, we want to protect innocence, yeah. and I think it goes back to the philosophy 
it's hard to trace exactly where, but mostly it's schools and like, you know, oh, we got to teach kids sex education. That's what they've done. They've expanded now. Sex ed- education is goes way beyond putting the, the condom, the on, condom the on the banana. Now it's it's literally uh, I mean, you've seen the clips online where they're literally like uh, how gay men get pleasure and explaining all that and stuff like that. It's like you don't need to do that. Even at a high school level, you don't need to do that. And uh, not because they're just below 18, but also because. That's it's not like you can't figure it out on your own. Like there's certain things that the state should not be involved with. In fact, I think in general they should not be involved with mandating. They shouldn't be what involved with much of anything. Even. The state shouldn't be involved yeah. in education whatsoever. Yeah, the board education of education and com- all those can be education should be 100 percent completely privatized. Yeah. It should all be based on the needs and wants of the parents and the population, exactly. and the government shouldn't have anything to do with it at all. Yeah. If the government funds it, it should be literally blind funding. For parents to educate their own children, not for the, these fucking little weird. There, there's whole armies of these little weird, usually white women, just non-binary shit. What I like is when the, when the when the gays and the lesbians and the trans people go off about the non-binary shit. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, yeah. cause you know what that is like. It's it's just like a little tiny glimmer, of, a shimmer of hope. It's like, mm-hmm. you do have a little bit of sense. But at least you can see this. See, if you know this is bullshit, then that means it's for real bullshit. Yeah, exactly. I've heard like trans people on TV go, going off. That famous one, the one who does all the makeup and the weird dude, the dude, he's all tatted up and shit. He's like, yeah. what's this other shit? He said, I, man, he's like, I, I'm down for it. He said he's down for like uh, L, G, and, and B, T or whatever. But all that other shit, he said, what's that other shit? The days and the nems and that's... <sighs> You're 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 stretching that mental illness line pretty 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 fucking thin, with the with that shit with the not. I, I won't I won't entertain a conversation with someone, once they claim I'm non-binary. Uh, a, a woman a woman told me about a year ago. She's like, I just came out as non-binary and I completely emotionally checked out of the rest of our interaction. Mm-hmm. I was finished. Well, because especially non-binary, like non-binary. that just means. What you can change every two seconds. You're not sure what you are. You're figuring it out or whatever. It's like cool. Well, then you don't have to tell people about it or talk about it, right? And like I've known people who were trans before, where it's like in our personal uh, friendship or whatever. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm gonna be you know nicer or whatever, but I'm not gonna buy into. You you can't compel people to believe what you believe, or in other words, it goes back to the civility thing. Like we can be citizens and like you know still interact and whatever but you can't compel me what to say and you can't force that uh you know like it's the same with the respect thing a lot of people talk about oh well you gotta you know respect people it's like no yeah but respect is earned you don't get to just demand that you know and so especially if you start off the relationship really aggressive or hostile or oh these are my demands you're gonna get people to shy away regardless of what their beliefs are and so that's my issue with all that is like you can't legally compel people to say the speech that you you can change your name to darlene Um, and i'll call you darlene but you can't make me refer to you as she. Hey, me and Darlene are going to leave. She's about to get her stuff. You can't make me do that. Well, to legally enforce it is insane. It's, like, it's beyond insane. It's 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 uh, even in a corporate environment. I think you should be respectful to everybody. But let's say you make a mistake, or let's say you're dealing with somebody who's like an old timer. He's like, hey, I'm being polite and everything, but I'm not going to do that or whatever. Liberals it's like don't it's their it's speech. their right. Yeah, Liberals exactly. Don't they don't believe, believe that people don't have the right to free speech. Yeah. I have a buddy who goes off on me because oh, I hate talking about politics with him because he just he tries to shout me down. He goes off, but it's like, 
oh man, it's just like you you fuck with Trump and you're a Republican or you're a conservative or whatever. So all you do is talk about how fucked up the Democrats are. I'm telling you they're all fucked up. I know they're all fucked up. That's not what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you Same, yeah. what my particular issues are with I say people by name. So he I, I it was an issue earlier today when mm-hmm. we were talking. I was like, my biggest problem with anybody, not not someone who made their somebody in the Trump side of the thing, somebody who made their own money mm-hmm. however they made it. And they might have did all kind of different dealings with politicians and corporate people and all that shit, but that's how they got their money. Whether it was right. crooked or straight or illegal or legal, that's how they did it. I have a and then those people get into politics, right? There that's one thing. Now a person who worked a regular job, I mean they had a good paying job, they were educated, but a person who had a good paying job and then got into politics and they were just like lower middle class, regular you know, I could probably go a couple months without working before shit gets bad. Right. And then you become an elected official. And then before your career is over, you're worth several hundred million dollars. That's what I was talking about. And yeah. he couldn't see where I was going. with. It's all money. And it's all they, they all getting more. No, I'm talking about people like. And so I named off people like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. And, and I only named off those particular people because I had just found some stuff when I was researching, like giving you their before and after yeah. their net worth when they started what their salary is and how much money they have now. And my whole thing was, I said, dude, you you can't sit there and say it's okay for a person who is in charge of making policy to also be able to freely invest in in, in financial markets and shit. Right. It's, it should be one or the other. So if you're going to be a guy who, okay, if you want to be involved in finance as far as the personal investments, you can't be a part of the deciding. But but if I if I... If I'm on the board of some company and I, and I know something's about to go bad, and me and you were tight, and I go, Jake, man, just dump all your shit before Saturday, before Monday. Dump all your shit before Monday. That's uh, insider yeah. trading, and we're both going to jail. Yeah, yeah. But a person who makes policy, a person who works as a fucking in the House of Representatives, that makes one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars a year. That person can amass a fucking fortune of hundreds of millions of dollars in a few years because they're setting the policy that they are then. It's like fixing bets. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like you're a bookie and you're fixing the bet. Imagine being a bookie and a fucking promoter for a boxer. Like, I'm going to get this motherfucker to take a dive. Yeah. That's what it is. And that's that's all I was talking about. And he goes on this whole rant about how you – and then it turned into the – I love this because this is when I my, I love – I have enough factoids saved up. It became <laughs> the whole – it became a typical black conversation where blacks just don't like Republicans. The same way you're accusing me of just not liking fucking Democrats. Now you're accusing me of, uh, of you know, oh, oh well, you know, you only say that because you don't like Democrats. And da 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 but, but in truth, you know, the Democratic Party, uh, uh, you know, every time a war breaks out, it's it's a Republican president. We ain't never had a fucking, I said, what are you talking about? He, oh, see, because you're only thinking about recent history. Right. Okay, so yeah, the last Gulf War and the one before that, they were started by Texas oil people. Big whoop. They happen to be Republicans. But the wars prior to that, Vietnam, that was LBJ, Democrat. Uh, uh, fucking World War II, mm-hmm. it was FDR. Like, so you can't say that, Democrat, so you can't say that all the wars started when Republicans were fucking president. No, uh, that's not true. If that was true, fucking uh, uh, Donald Trump didn't start any wars. Well, and Ronald who, Reagan didn't start any wars. And who who started this thing with Ukraine? I mean, they're blaming it on Russia, but Joe Biden's the one who's pushing. Bro, so it's bro, like this whole thing with the Ukraine is is this is the payoff from whatever him and and uh, 
him and him and Obama had going on. He was Obama's envoy to the Ukraine. He got a bunch of shady dealings going on. His crackhead son got really rich out there dealing with these people, and that's what that was the whole thing about the uh, about the uh, the laptop thing. And and God bless him because the closer we get to this, uh, that's why I try to get rid of Trump like that. The closer we get to this election coming up, we are going to be flooded with information about that laptop shit and all that. Yep. And let me tell you something: who they can't stop. Can't stop Elon Musk. They might be able to take that shit down everywhere else, but we know where we can put some shit. If you get a hold of anything, if you get a hold of anything like that, anything that's really like strong, that wouldn't be considered intelligence. It's just it's just break. It's just good news. So it's not like you're you're a treasonous person and you're you're making America weak or vulnerable. You're telling the truth about something, about a cover up and a, a crime family who happens to be in the White House now, and and you know. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it, this is just one big giant criminal enterprise. This shit started with Obama, and this is the this is the back end of it. Now, mm-hmm. now he's the president, and and he's like pushing the shit with the Ukraine. They keep giving they keep giving them more and more money. Meanwhile, the people in the Ukraine, by the week, are being charged with and accused of stealing money and misappropriating funds and laundering money. This is one big shakedown. This is a fucking giant shakedown. Absolutely. Well, and like. Biden's definitely owned by China and who else and like that dude's a piece of shit. I'm convinced. Do a side by side of the two pictures of this fucker. That's not that's not even the same human being. That uh, it, I, that's yeah. not the same human person. It's either his brother or it's, it's either a clone his brother or, or I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna push cloning because I think cloning is real and I'm pretty sure it is. But I'm not even gonna have people going oh now this nigga talking about cloning. But that for sure, no person with eyes and a fucking brain in their head can tell me that that guy. Is the same guy as that guy right there. One thing is human fucking earlobes don't change unless you're the fucking Shakyamuni Buddha and all of a sudden you got earlobes down in your fucking tits. <laughs> earlobes don't change. Uh, the whole thing about how, yeah, I had brain surgery. It was on the part of my brain that controls speech. Usually that's the end of a political career. Yeah, exactly. No, what that was was that was the fucking excuse out in front. That was the disclaimer Yeah. for I'm going to be incoherent pretty soon you're not gonna know what's going on mm-hmm. that was for get ready for the switch yeah i don't know when the switch happened bro but that dude is like see my dad is 73 that dude is what 78 78 so, uh yeah 78, he's gonna be 80 i think by the time by the time he, he, if he got reelected, yeah. he'd be 80 so, so so he's 78 now so that dude's five years older than my father i can show you a picture of my father from 20 years ago and a picture of him right now <coughs> you could tell it's the exact same man yeah, and even without with surgeries, doubt. it's like I don't. Without I don't a see doubt, it. you could yeah. tell it's the exact same man. Yeah, you could not look at Joe Biden from ten years ago and tell me that's the same dude that we see on TV falling down and shit now. Well, at the very least, he's not mentally the same man. I mean, he says oh, the most no. racist stuff in Congress. It's on video, no, and then no. he also uh, was saying things like, "There's a clip no. somebody posted of him of his position on gay marriage." He's like, he's like yeah. "Oh, this is ridiculous!" Kind of yeah, a thing. Wh- whoever he Which was, Obama was saying the same yeah. thing too. Whoever you know? he was, yeah, we, whoever he was, even though, or, yeah, yeah, whoever <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was or is or whatever, like you said, it, it's all just been one big fucking play. It's been a big giant shakedown. There ain't no way. There yeah. just ain't no way. Like this dude, all of all of his political fucking opinions have completely changed in his senility, and 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 Barack Barack Obama Barack Obama's running around just, dude. I, I, cause I'm you know I went for the whole I was younger too, and he was black, so I was I was with it. I didn't know, and I don't give a fuck who he's fucking or why, mm-hmm. but but him being as big a piece of shit as he is, uh, him him being 
somebody that he claimed not to be, he is a part of the one percent. His father, his 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 adopted father, Lolo Sotoro, yep. died. Was one of the most fifteen richest people in the world. At the time of his death, you ain't gotta Google it because everything is buried in Google. But if you go on DuckDuckGo, you can find shit like this. You can find this type of shit. So he was one of the 15 richest people in the world. He was connected to the Indonesian government. He was in charge of like death squads, and he was hooked up with the Bush crime family. And he did oil. He did oil business with the Bushes, and Barack Obama's grandmother apparently like ran the switchboard for whatever company was going on. Whatever was going on, she was involved. That's where the intro came in. Mm -hmm. And that's all that shit was about. That's all it ever would the fuck about. This dude was set up from from a long time ago to be somebody. Well, in like, uh, even though there is Photoshop and stuff like that nowadays, like uh, I've seen photos that seem pretty convincing of his British passport. So people are like, "Oh, he had MI6 connections." And yeah, there's there's more than a few pieces of evidence that I mean, they they mocked the birther. They called him the birther movement at the time incessantly. I remember in high school, even to even bring it up to go, "Well, I want to see if this the is true or not." You'd be ridiculed yeah. because you couldn't even consider that that would be a possibility. Meanwhile, it's it was like, like a, talking about the fucking vaccine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same shit. It's a, it, it becomes, oh, uh, this is taboo. That is anybody, verboten. You must yeah, not talk uh, about the, the anybody information. Anybody on, on that side yeah, of yeah, it, yeah. if you brought it up to it, they throw their hands up and look at you like you're ridiculous. I got yeah. fucking ridiculed for calling Big Mike Mike, but hey, man. Hey, hey, I think man. it's pretty vindicated at this point. Hey, I mean, man. there's so many photos. There's just so for, many for, photos. First of and all. Then I've got an idea. Why on earth did you hit that woman? Right, let me show you, baby. That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. It's one of Dr. Evil's assassins. The Joan Rivers thing. There's just so many things. The Joan Rivers thing. The Joan Rivers thing aside, man. Don't no man accidentally call his wife the, the male version of her name publicly during a speech or interview yeah and, and more than once referring to the motherfucker as my michael michael and i and the fact that there's michael and i yeah 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 and i've seen the the clips of uh of the newspaper article showing that uh that there was a, a whatever the natural name is that there's a michael whatever that uh, a michael was born Lo- and and had a a tra- transitioning yeah. surgery michael too, michael um, LeVon robinson okay and like there's no fucking pictures of this guy the the guy michael levon robinson's mother because it's public record this shit michael levon robinson's mother left him x y and z in her will when she died of aids mm-hmm. and, and yeah. uh or, and in the whatever the the uh you know insurance and the will but in the will it was written out to her son michael levon robinson now okay. this woman who wrote this happens to have the same first and last name as michelle obama's mother who died so i, I, I yeah, i'm yeah. just saying like that shit's kind of weird to me that, yeah. and actually the mother wrote the name on the will as michael robinson obama <laughs> And they pushed the. Uh, I remember they pushed, especially when she was off on, in office. Every media appearance, it was oh, especially if it was just Michelle. Uh, they always were like, "Oh, she's so pretty," and there was a real push to be like, "Oh, she's attractive." I'm like, I she's, kept wondering. I said, Man, "She's objectively." That on me. N- I mean, uh, w- what would you rate her? Assuming she was a woman, like on a scale of one to ten, dude. I couldn't imagine dude, okay, a, a four uh, okay, at the most. Okay, dude. That's my personal taste, but you know, 
And so it was just weird that the media ain't, was just like, no think of any other first lady. They, were, they never sexualized a first lady as much as they tried to sexualize her. Yeah, well, that, they Stephen that, Colbert they did the same to, thing black, when she was on there. They do that to black women. That's not even a black woman, but they do that to black people. They sexualize black people, especially black women. They made it a whole, a whole other thing. That's a dude. That's a whole ass yeah. dude with big ass fucking back arms. And that's a, that's a, that's a dude, man. That's, that's a guy. That's a guy. Yeah. It, it's just like I'm trying to think of what the male equivalent is. Uh, of my wife's name, but I have never in my life ever called her yeah. whatever the male equivalent was the whole time, the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> never unless, once. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, support. Well, support. Well, and a lot of people have even outside of the the that claim too. Like you always look at other things to see what supports it. So many rumors about Obama being gay, and then of course the WikiLeaks stuff of him preferring like little boys and all creepy shit. The pizza I, shit. All well, that shit. well, the James. You know, remember James Alafontis? That was such the big. Key yeah. thing that people still try to discredit. Oh, that's all Pizzagate. It's like no, like his Instagram was very, very creepy, and the people he was connected to were very creepy. The art that they purchased uh, find, in the pizza place itself. You did know? you find the rest of that Tucker piece where he was talking about their? He was in a very weird relationship. We'll we'll play that clip. It's actually on if you follow Tucker on Instagram. It's on. I'll I'll send it to you. We'll put it on here. But at one time that would have been unimaginable. So are the current behavior of our politicians. As recently as the 1992 presidential campaign, adultery was considered disqualifying for anyone seeking higher office. Bill Clinton was very nearly derailed in the New Hampshire primary by his affair with Jennifer Flowers. Clinton went to elaborate lengths to lie about the relationship because he had no choice. But he was the last presidential candidate who had to meet this standard. By 2008, it was obvious to anybody who was paying attention that Barack Obama had a strange and highly creepy personal life, yet nobody ever asked him about it. By that point, a leader's behavior within his own marriage, the core relationship of his life, had been declared irrelevant. It was Barack Obama's business, not yours. One by one, with increasing speed, our old taboos have been struck down. Where I said it to you, you were like, I'm gonna have to find the whole thing. Where he oh, started yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about he was just in a very weird relationship, but he was already talking like it's just like this, dude. Nobody cares who's doing what, but it's like you can't. To me, that was some kind of a humiliation ritual for black people that we had a and to normalize trends. We we got a president, we got a black president who was not a descendant of slaves, who who was prior to being high up in public office, pretty much known as openly being homosexual. Uh, with, with, with where he was at from the stories that people come on people are like testifying before people they're they're, t- they're hooking up to polygraphs and telling stories of smoking crack and sucking this guy's dick Jeez. like it's that type of shit that, that's what's going on so nobody no, and, but like you said we're, we live in a day, of a day and age where remember the whole not that there's anything wrong with it that that movement right yeah yeah so that's the kind of stance everybody takes on it but but to, to objectively pretend to be something else not just a, a gay guy pretending to be straight pretending to have these children Pretending to, that this was a, a woman, those are there. There's a there's a, a woman who's a doctor who is credited with actually having delivered uh, one of the children, daughters, if not both of them, mm-hmm. and she actually looks like one of them. And then there's a man, and I forget what his occupation is, but he looks exactly like the other daughter. And these people travel with the Obamas, and they go on vacations with them. Oh, I've seen it's photos. A black, of yeah, I it's a about black yeah. couple. Mm-hmm. And they tr- they're like the Obamas people. They go everywhere. Now these yep. people individually look like each one of these children. The yep. kids don't look like either one of the Obamas. Not at all. But they look just like these people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that all makes sense. Those girls are old enough now to where they had to know 
and go along with it at some point until they got old enough to be able to be like, shut the fuck up about it. But the girls know who their parents are. So it, it's a matter of, I'm telling you, bro, that, that shit ain't, you don't see the, the girls with them like that anymore, by the way. You saw them with them everywhere during yeah, the presidency. Since they've been out of the office. Yeah, yeah. Ever since, yeah. ever since they've been out of office, the Obamas look like a fucking retired couple whose kids are all grown up and moved away, yep. and they're just globe fucking trotting, hanging out, wearing flip flops, smoking Newports on the beach, making Netflix propaganda, making spin Netflix their propaganda, narrative. wearing fedoras. That's yeah, what they're yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. They're living like a couple who their kids are all grown up. We're finally save up enough money. We're gonna just. That's how they live. Yeah. That's there's nothing family about anything they got going on. Well, and it's crazy. I've heard a lot of crazy, interesting stuff where I think there might be something to it, like. Until I actually put a photo of Obama's face, like, have you seen that next to the Egyptian guy? I think it's, uh, uh, I'm forgetting now. It's one of the Egyptian pharaohs or whatever. I'll throw a photo in and post. But things like that, that's where people, you go down the rabbit holes of, like, who is he? I mean, he's related to Bush. Uh, he, he seemed to be, there's a lot of people who are even in the intelligence world that have come to, forward that are like, he's an important thing to the cult to, yeah, or whatever they are, he's right? He's related to King James yeah. from the fucking Magna Carta. Yeah. All of them except for 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 Van Buren, because he was of Dutch uh, lineage. Every other person who has been elected president has a common ancestor in, in King fucking James of England. All of them. Even Obama. All, Wait, all are you of thinking them. of James or Charlemagne? No, that's, oh, okay, that's, okay. that's, that's Charles the Great. Oh, okay, no, okay. no. King James that signed the fucking Magna Carta or commissioned the Magna Carta. That King James or King John, King James. That's who That's who the fuck was there. That's their common ancestor, bro. Mm-hmm. So that means, basically, that if you just do the family tree and lineage of everybody who's running, yeah, you can figure out who's going to win. Mm-hmm. The, the girl who did the family tree on all the she was a 12 year old girl she used the internet she did a family tree on every president she made a chart and she discovered we could play that on there too she discovered yeah. that all of the presidents except for one were literally related well first we start off with George Washington at the top and then it goes to John Adams Thomas Jefferson 11 year old Bridgeann Dovigno says she's made a first of its kind discovery that President Obama and all the presidents before him, with the exception of one, are related and descendants of a former king of England. No, they're all cousins and they're grandsons of John Lackland. Davigno says she spent countless hours on the internet over the summer researching the lineage of our presidents, a project that started with her trying to trace her own family tree. But I'm the first historian to do all the presidents. I'm very glad I got this done, and I think it will turn out to be a success. The Monta Vista Christian 7th grader has written President Obama to tell him the presidents before him are his cousins. She hopes to present this family tree chart personally to the president. And clo- very closely, not just a little bit, because it's, it's, it's normal bit. for, I mean, a lot of people, for example, in America are related to, uh, like I have certain things you could trace back to certain kings or whatever, but a lot of black uh, people. But, are related. but when you're really high up the food chain, and then those people in office are connected to each other, and there's a lot of like intelligence stuff that they're connected to. It's and crazy how, how connected who. it is. They know who's who. 
Well, and it, I love that story because at the time it shows what uh, uh, the intellect and the innocence of a child uh, honestly asking questions and doing research, where that gets you. Because I think people, most people get so conditioned, they don't even have that critical thinking skill. Like I guarantee if she, if she did that same project by the time she was in high school, she would be a lot less likely to come forward with it yeah. or to even do it, you know. And that's why I've always thought with school, like it really is about brainwashing people, dumbing down their critical thinking skills. But even more importantly that, it's just – you know, because they expanded it to school activities to where it's like, I mean, most people I went to school with, they didn't go home till like eight or nine because there's so many after school. Oh, it's so like they shit. want you living it with they, the state yeah. at the state's facility. Well, it's about it's about weakening and breaking up the family. Stuff. That too. Absolutely. Like, like the whole feminist movement. Like, I, I'm not trying to take nothing away from the empowerment that women get from being able to live their lives how they want completely and work if they want to not, not have kids if they want, fuck everybody they want if they want to. But that shit aside... The whole feminist movement was a big play on, hey, man, first of all, we've only been getting taxes from half of the population, so we need to send the other half to work. Secondly, we can weaken the family if the woman isn't at home rearing the children anymore. The school is going to do it. Hey, guess who's in charge of school? Us. Mm -hmm. there, there you go. So that, that's all it's about. That's why, that's why the people we have in government right now are all the way over. This is the gayest White House I've ever seen in my life. They're all the way. I know the, the latest clips, Dude, the topless I, trans When I was in the Marine Corps, the, the fucking White room, House lawn. When I was in the Marine Corps, it was like they had this thing was called don't ask, don't tell. Like you yeah, would yeah. get dishonorably, dishonorably discharged if you were outed as a homosexual in the fucking, in the military. Right, right. And now we got the, the most powerful woman in the Navy as a dick or had yeah. one. Everybody's turning into Caitlyn Jenner, basically. Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> thinks they're all fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved how it's funny how somebody pointed out it's funny the the, the life cycle of a of a trans person and at, after coming out doing the surgery then they become super MAGA conservative, which yeah. is funny. Not all of them, but a lot of them tend to do that because they think even they. I think I saw another trans person like Jeffrey Star on something, and they were like, "Yeah, the whole they them and the pronouns like I'm a dude, you know." And they were like, uh, "My my pronouns are he him kind of a thing," and that, that that's ridiculous. It's interesting when you see gays or trans people talking in that way because it shows that which is something i've been saying all along which is like what lgbtq plus is to that movement or whatever is the same thing as what in my opinion what blm is to the black community it's not a true uh voted for it's not it's, you know it's yeah. not an elected representation it's of some the group shit some motherfuckers came up yeah, yeah. with and they got they got attached to everybody they but influence people i hate when things, i see black know? people with black Lives matter fucking clothes on like if you're so blind now that you don't by this time that you don't uh, that you don't see and like, where the shit, money's going. The shit yeah, Candace yeah, yeah. Owens said about yeah. like that shit. You could hate Candace as she's something else too. Yeah, but she's like definitely whatever something. you think about her, the shit she said about BLM is fucking true. It's yeah, true yeah. as fuck. I mean that shit. Those people. That's a that was a straight dude. It was the slickest thing ever. Somebody started chanting a fucking, you know, they, they basically started just chanting a slogan, and and it and it caught on like wildfire. And within a couple of days, somebody said, "Fuck copyright." Yep. Yep. Black Lives Matter Inc. And people are going to send money to this, thinking mm -hmm. that this represents all. And this was nothing. But if you read their mission statement, they'll tell you they're a Marxist organization. It's 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 the BLM is the Black Lesbian Marxist, bro. That's what it is. It's a bunch of dyke Marxist chicks, and they bought a bunch of shit, and they put a whole bunch of money into being gay and helping other people be gay, yeah. and, and 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 gay sex toys and gay retreats and all kind of fucking gay surgery and gay all gay this 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 this. They bought a bunch of home. That see, here's why I never got mad at, at the BLM people, because I knew they were going to get their comeuppance financially. See, these were poor, regular people. And whenever poor, regular people get a bunch of money, they always fuck it off. They're like lotto winners. 
like so this year they were like nine thousand dollars in debt they got ninety sure. ninety million dollars two years ago now they're yeah. behind why because they bought homes and shit cash they bought mansions cash and then you got to pay taxes on it they bought stuff. mansions yeah. cash they spent uh they spent I uh, will I'll get the number and we put it in post but they spent uh about 10 or 20 million dollars just on stocks and bonds yeah like that's but. just so way I I think there I thought there was something where if, if a company or somebody misrepresents themselves as a charity and you send them money I thought you'd be able to sue them, but apparently not. Well, in that case, uh, you should be able to sue the Clinton Foundation and uh, all, all these. That's the problem. Is like same with churches and Scientology things like that. Like the 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 hive mind is so smart they know how to even the CIA like they they hide behind shell companies. There was some CIA thing that came out recently where they found out that they were. Uh, basically making public websites, but for their agents to access it, you know, you had to click on the tab and do some special thing to get to it. But then it was on the open internet, and, like, I guess China or somebody got in and they found it out. And so it's just crazy that there's all, you know, who knows how much is real, you know? Like, uh, you, you know, like things like the Trilateral, uh, Trilateral Commission, Bilderberg Group, uh, all these things, uh, it's the system out in the open, but it uses these little different tentacles because uh, that's what I learned when I was studying secret society stuff is like when you start following the money and seeing the corporate versions of it, because that's all the difference is now is they're doing the same tactics, but it's they're using the benefit of hiding behind a corporation, you know, and getting the government and the corporation to be in bed, uh, corporations to be in bed with each other to the I mean, that's the definition of fascism. People yeah. forget. And that's exactly what we have now, which is funny because I always end up getting arguments with my friends. Where it's like, oh, it's socialism. You know, you need some of it. And I'm like, look, no, I'm you don't. I, I, look, no, I, I, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. And, and, and we've become become so reliant on not just the narrative but that oh big brother government's going to save us and and i think it goes back to what we're talking about where it's just like they're trying to inculture this sense especially in young people where it's like the state knows more than you more than your parents the state is your god you know like they did with mao's mm-hmm. trying and all this stuff and and the soviet union they can't have anything threatening their system no. so they're moving into that territory now where it's like they're literally having to climb into your mind it's so beyond even censorship they the next stage is literally going to be especially if you do like the Neuralink shit with elon musk no. like who knows how oh, much information is going to be filtered to your, your sensor? You, you know, gonna, like their people are going to jump up and get in line and pay for the privilege of doing that Neuralink shit. Yep. And it's going to be the same guys who always have to have the the new iPhone every time it comes out. Exactly. And the, the same guys who got in line first to get the fucking uh, the shot. Culture of consumers. The, the, the guy, yeah, yeah. Who, the first guys to get the fucking yep. injection because you know uh, you know that's the thing to do. I mean, they got to be on the. They have to be on the. You know the front part of the curve of whatever whatever the new. Yeah, I yeah. gotta have that. That's new. Yeah, yeah. And then the vaccine comes. Out, well, I gotta have the vaccine. Why? Yeah. Are you serious? It's new, what it's new medicine is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, don't you know? Like, it's good. Like, it's like we were on the float trip the other day, and it's like, there's oh, we want to jump off the swing rope. Oh, that's an old rope. You know, I want to watch uh, somebody not from our group be the first to swing yeah, from it. You know, it. that's what's because wisdom's being thrown out the window. We're not. We don't live in a natural culture or society anymore. And I think that's the only reason all this craziness can even exist is in the big cities because oh yeah you're so disconnected from oh, yeah. god from nature yeah, from yeah. any sense of like what's normal or natural and and yeah. that's really what it's a war on it's a war on truth it's a war on uh, we have to invert and erase the concept that going back to the feminism thing real quick like fem- feminism what it really did was say uh beyond maybe just basic rights and making you know we have voting rights or whatever it made it so that there's no difference between men and women yeah. but there are differences huge differences and, and and they matter and they matter and 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 it's not it's not a degrading thing it's just the reality of it and it's a war on it, they can't have I, I think you know going back to the hedonism thing too it's like 
it, it's it's not about there's a new philosophy. It's the new philosophy is there is no philosophy. There's no, there rules. no rules. It's everything's wishy washy. If you're against anything, you're wrong. just a number. If, if you, you know, speak out against shit. anything, yeah, yeah. you're wrong and fucked up and a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I get it. I Which is it. crazy because it goes back to me where I'm like, I have my principles, things I won't move on. If you're going to judge me on things like that, especially about like, you know, kids or anything like that, it's like, look, it's we're we're uh, to say like, oh, you're not a moral person or you don't care enough. It's like we're, we're the ones who actually give a shit about the victims, uh, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the people who are the most vulnerable in society. And you're calling us the ones who are, oh, you're intolerant and all this shit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know how they get. I don't know how you can be sane and really buy into that. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, yeah, there's definitely. I think that's the key. Is like, you know, it's like the same with uh, all this stuff. Is a lot of uh, tactics being used in new ways. But it's the same stuff that the Nazis and all kinds of people have studied as to how you affect and change culture. Propaganda, um, man. Well, the the Bolshevik Revolution, Communist Manifesto, and like the the thing that Isaac Weishaupt is like the 1776 mm. thing. That's like the Illuminati's plan for how you reshape society. Yeah. It's the same tenets. It's it's you know remove God, remove the family. Yeah. The state becomes the new thing, and and to the degree where it's like everything defers to the state, and and the state and the the, the party, cult, the culture of the party and beliefs of the party, is the religion, is everything. There's nothing the, uh, above that. Basically, all the, the the last of the big civilizations right before they fell, all of the the gender roles between men and women got muddled. Yeah, just like confused. Rome. Yeah, yeah. And, and they started being bisexual, yeah, doing orgies and, and, and shit. And the yeah. state got in charge of everything. Basically, like that was the religion. Was the that was the education? That, that's how it went. And into pedophilia. And and, uh, and, and, yeah, yeah. and then they started fucking doing shit to kids and shit yeah. because it's a slippery the slope. Were really into that. It's a yeah. slippery. Sl- I hate to say it, but it's it's a very slippery slope. From you know you know weed is a gateway drug. Weed is a <laughs> gateway drug. I'm gonna say that's true because I started smoking weed in 1991, and I've never smoked crack rock and I've never shot heroin, but I've done every other drug. <laughs> Every other drug, and yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. shoot heroin. I sniffed it once, fucking Pulp Fiction style. Mm. But yeah, what like, was that like? <laughs> I was just sick. I was just sick. I was like throwing yeah, yeah. up and shit, and it was. Oh, shit. It wasn't even. It wasn't even good. It yeah, was, yeah. yeah, but but like like I've done everything else, and and, and it all started because I smoke weed. Real shit. I, I'm honestly gonna, anybody who tries to say, "Oh, they call weed the gateway drug." It, well, it's because it is. Because it's gonna get you fucking fucked up, and you're gonna enjoy it. But it's not going to hurt you. That's the gateway. Is you sure. can do as much yeah, of it yeah. as you want and it not hurt you. So what it does is it gets you in a frame of mind of get it, it. It associates getting high with safety. Right, like it's okay. Like yeah, oh, yeah, nothing's yeah. going to happen, and it, and it translates over, and then next thing you know, you're fucking banging seven gram rocks because you know I got one speed. Go. I don't. Th- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't. Th- I don't think there's entirely no relationship, but I think I don't think everybody that will smoke weed will do other drugs. But I do agree that like I do. Everybody uh, who smokes weed has everybody who smoked weed regular has done some other drug either once or regularly. Everybody, every single person, I'm saying this, every single person that has smoked weed on a regular basis has at least tried another drug. I'm not saying you became a dope fiend, but you at least you at least tried it. Everybody has every single person. Well, I know a lot of hippie types where all of them. Yeah. Yeah. But I know a lot of hippie types. All. (laughs) I know a lot of hippie types where it's like, uh, oh, I I do weed and psychedelics like mushrooms. Some people like, oh, never acid. But for a lot of people, it's like I'll only do psychedelics. Uh, and I do think that's kind of one camp, but a lot of them, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Definitely, I think it gets you in the party lifestyle, and I think it can wear you down to where you're more acceptant of certain things that you wouldn't try otherwise, maybe. I you didn't know? know how many people still did cocaine until about a year ago. 
maybe over the past six, seven months, I really met like a lot of people. Well, yeah, especially I would say in LA, it seems to be bigger uh, in LA for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but also you know you know Miami, a lot of a lot of cities nowadays, yeah. you know. Yeah. But a lot there's I mean hell, people are doing fentanyl and all kinds of heavy shit. You I, know? I was in I was in Fort Lauderdale once. I was with these people and, and this girl goes, uh, cool ass chick. She goes, um, I'm gonna go get an eight, man. You want one? Like bet. We jump in her car. We go, and she goes and goes to the guy. She goes, give me um. She's like, give me $250. I said, oh, an eight ball. Well, that's what we're doing. Okay. I <laughs> thought we were talking about weed, but here you yeah, go. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty much game for, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I have fun, man. I have a good time. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, yeah, but everybody, a lot of people, a lot of people do that shit, man. I, a lot of the people, like, high up, they, they have whole parties where they sit around worshiping owls and fucking each other and doing dope. That's what, that's what they do. Like, that's what's going on. Like, it's crazy. They they fucking and all those people. A buddy tried to argue with me earlier today. His whole argument was like, "You see, your thing is you think that you hate fucking Democrats and you're so you." But I'm telling you, they all. But I I understand you're telling me they're all the same, and I know that they're all the same. I think that the fucking Democrats happen to have a particularly more evil. Uh, what's the word I'm looking Scheme? for? Agenda. Yeah, kind of. Their open agenda seems to be a little more openly evil and sinister. And kind of like it, well, I think they control both parties, but kind of like when we were saying earlier about yeah. like, oh, that that's the party that always goes to war. It's like they 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 use them. It's the Omni Party behind the yeah. scenes, but they use each branch exactly uh, for what they need for, for the need that it for will what serve. they need. Yeah, yeah. it's all one. It's it's all they're yeah. all in the Bilderberg Group. They're all in the fucking Trilateral Commission. They're all in the fucking Council on Foreign Foreign Relations. They're they're all in the same fucking uh, uh, skull and bones. They're all in the same fucking fraternities in the same uh, fraternal orders. The Knights Templar. They're all fucking uh, 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 free. Masons, they're all fucking. Uh, they're all hanging out in the woods, wearing antlers, fucking each other, and worshiping Woodsy Owl. They're all the same group of guy. Their kids go to school together. They play golf together. They're in the same fucking country clubs. So how the fuck can you tell me that that Republican or Democrat is gonna protect me from the bad guy, the opposite guy, yeah. when they all fucking hang out together? It was like, uh, what was that? The, the other guys when Mark Wahlberg's going off, he goes. You guys play. You guys are in the same country club, right? Your kids go to school together. So how do you know if he's dirty or not? It's the same <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, yeah, yeah. you. You guys are all the same. You guys yeah, all yeah. hang out. You're the same social group. Look Absolutely. at look at the audience during the White House, course the press correspondence dinner. Look at them. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Look at that fucking audience. Look at them all sitting there hanging out together. Yeah. Look at them. Well, it's the culture of the elites. It's it's always fascinating because as much as you couldn't believe it or, oh, there's no way, it's like, yeah, because you're using your morals, your ethics, the average person, and projecting onto them. That's why they play to it, but they don't – that's not actually them. You know, it's a I, fake persona. I, it's like that in every fucking – every facet of life. I was in a bar one time, and I remember seeing this man, this little squatty man with glasses uh, and uh, a young black girl who's like my age at the time. I thought I went to school with her. She looked super familiar. And like a, a middle-aged, whitish, Hispanicish looking, you know, one of those she had a dusky hue. Uh she had a she was a swarthy looking chick. Swarthy. They were all together, right? Some and I, Antonio Banderas yeah, with the female his sister. You know? they, they were all together yeah, yeah. and I remember noticing them all together because we were like not far from each other. And the yeah. guy had this obnoxious ass fucking laugh in his voice. And then you fast forward to like maybe nine months or a year later. I got arrested for some shit, and I was in court getting arraigned. The arraignment judge was the little squatty guy in the glasses. The girl over at the prosecutor's clerk desk was the black girl I went to school with, and the swarthy chick was the fucking public defender. 
That was every end of the, but they were all hanging out together. Yeah. That's how I look at our government, exactly. either side of it. Like yeah. that was that was literally like somebody from the prosecutor's office and somebody from the fucking public defender's office and the judge, all partying and hanging out and shooting pool together. What the fucking fuck? That's yeah. how it is with these people. You think the Republicans and Democrats are against each other and they're fighting? It's not the old days. They're not scrapping and shit. I will not yield to the gentleman. That shit's not going. You have no, no you have no, no honor, no. you bitch. That's all it is. It, yeah, it, it doesn't exactly. work out that way. And they don't do that. Nobody plays by the rules. It's, it's, it's. Uh, I'm gonna quote my man before I'm done. Uh, uh, George Carlin. It's all one big club, and, and you ain't in it. it. Yeah, exactly. That's all I got. I got nothing else for today. Nah, same man. I thought it was a pretty good episode. I so. thought it was good. Do you notice we have a very McNeil Lair report vibe, and we're not drinking in here? What's McNeil there? What's that? Oh, you are so young. Uh, really, really square old guys. It was a news show that used to come on oh, PBS yeah, 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 like yeah. on Sundays. It was awesome. My dad yeah. used to watch. See if we drift into NPR territory this time. Almost, <laughs> oh, okay, almost. Okay. We're like, but we're too, we're too conservative to be NPR. But, <laughs> but I, I like that. Uh, uh, what was it? What was it the the journey, the home home companion? What was that thing? That the NPR. I used to really listen to that. That guy's, oh, that guy's yeah, yeah, voice yeah. was so slim. I love that thing. Today up on yeah. uh, the Prairie the Home, the yeah. Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Today that on guy. the Golf Channel. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm California Gold like Hugh Hauser, baby. Let's do it. All right, man. We'll see you guys next time. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, we're gonna have more, just more and more. That's right. Uh, new sketches coming out soon. Uh, new clips of the podcast. Uh, stay tuned. Saturdays at midnight is when we get new episodes out on Rockfin.com/slash That's Weird Man. Make sure to follow our YouTube. YouTube.com slash at symbol elsewhere TV and YouTube.com slash at symbol that's weird man 1984. You can also find us on the Instagram at that's yeah. weird man 1984. Literally hit us up on anything. That's yep. weird man. Jacob Hayes comedy or comedian. We'll, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. We'll post it all up. Yeah, yeah. KT underscore comedian. That's me, Khalil Tomlin, Jacob Hayes. Jake Hayes comedy on that, Instagram. That, that's weird man. Hit us up on anything. If you have any questions, concerns, mm-hmm. comments, Funny stories. Funny stories. Uh, weird. We're going to do more weird uh, paranormal stuff. So if you got clips, UFO videos, send we'll it share in. them here Absolutely. on the show. We'll, we'll credit you with them if you'd like. Yep. We'll even do a call in if you'd like. If sure. We, you, you can know. talk about your story. You know what you saw or oh, what happened. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely want to get more uh, involvement from the audience. You know, I think uh, that's Absolutely. Uh, people I, need that. So. I like I like the idea there. Absolutely. All right, All right guys. Thanks All right. for joining us. Thanks. Peace. Stay golden. <laughs>